Hi. Welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from your dog groomer, who's a very kinky side with other couples. I could be reading from your hairdresser, who likes to give dances. Oh, you know, the special kind. I could be reading from the guy at the donut shop, who secretly likes to go home and play with his good girl. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com, or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. And just remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. How y'all doing? (laughs) I had a fabulous weekend. I was at the Natural Pines again, just by myself, meeting some old friends and some new ones was a very chillax weekend. Are we still using that word? And I, it seems like this is my second time there, but I can honestly say I am still finding new stuff. And it's amazing what couples are willing to explore. And I'm getting to see other sides of people and just realizing these are the same people that are, we're having dinner with and restaurants and there are neighbors, there are everything. So we're all here. We're all amongst each other, living out in this wonderful place where we can sit down and we can talk about everything, even genital modification. Did I get that right, Russ? (laughs) So you learn new things. But what's great about this place is it's accepted. The people that we hide these things from, that we feel like we have to hide it from for various reasons, work, social standing, or whatever else, it doesn't apply here. It's very fascinating. You watch the people pull in and they're there with their, um, I guess what some naturalists would say is, is like their itchy clothes, you know, the itchiness. And like 10 minutes later, People are wearing sarongs and naked, or they're like me. I was in a tube dress all weekend, completely naked underneath, except for the first night. I had panty issues that kept wanting to crawl down my legs, and I said, fuck it, and took them off. So yeah, there we go. But Rhonda and John are wonderful out there, and you really should look up their website. I'll include it in my show notes, but it's it's so nice that you can actually see everybody's walls come down. I would watch people. I had the front cabin and you'd watch them as um, you'd see them enter the exit their car and go into the office to check in and then come through the gate. And you could literally see the <sighs> exhale. And 
you could really see it and, and you could see them set up their tents or go into the cabins or trailers that they rented and, and, and check in and, and do all that. And you'd see them go out and then you would see them come in with their other half. And that's where I always say that when people over the years, men specifically, cause women just didn't call the lines, you would get to know the other half. And that's where I've always felt for years. I've gotten to know people's other half of their soul that they can't, or for some reason, don't feel comfortable expressing that to other people or to very specific people. So again, in our relationships, in our our dynamics or whatever we're calling them, if we can't give them that part, if we cannot find a way, a brave way and trust them with that, with and if we're trusting them with all the other decisions that we're making, why are we hiding? What makes you hide? And do we really want to stay hidden forever? We only have one life, people. And that's what I'm starting to learn myself. Okay, this Thursday on my birthday, Friday, Saturday, and I'll be flying out Sunday, I'll be in Miami. So if you're in the area and you're at Exotica or want to go to Exotica, you'll find me wandering around. Let's see if you can find me. Okay, here we go patron.com forward slash dear Nikki and I KKY as we know, because, you know, patron hates me. There's a new level. I am starting a monthly, I don't know, at least every other week, a series where you sit down with me, ask questions, we're building a tribe, building our community, kind of like my own little pines kind of thing where we can just hang out. Uh, It's looking like Wednesday nights, eight o'clock central standard time, where we can just be, where we can decompress and start the end of our work week or for the majority of people. Some of us work different schedules, but still, you know, the majority of people, Wednesday, hump day, ha ha ha. But it's where we can all just be. We don't have to necessarily talk about sex. Sometimes there'll be games. Sometimes there'll just be question and answers. This week, I'm exploring eroticism and what that and ero- being erotic means to me. I have thought more and more about it. And yeah, do I fall in the sex field? Yeah, but I think I've carved out a perfect little niche in the eroticism and erotic area that I really am enjoying exploring with you. So join me on Patreon Wednesday nights, 10pm. And you oh, by the way, you actually get to see me. What do you think? And when you get a chance, leave a positive review where you find your other favorite podcast. Thank you for the questions, the jokes, because I love to laugh, even if they're corny. (laughs) I love a good dad joke. They're just, I don't know, they're stupid and corny. And I, who doesn't love a good dad joke, right? Keep them coming along with your confessions. They really make my day. Dear Nikki, so I've been on a dry streak for about 18 months, basically since the pandemic began. And even then I had pretty limited experience sexually. I worried that when when the time eventually does come, it's going to be tough for me or to try and please my partner without embarrassing myself by doing something dumb or nutting too quickly. What tips do you recommend to me? Uh, Darcy actually answered this one and I'm going to read it because it kind of made me chuckle. Don't go to the races with a full tank of gas. If you're going out that evening, fire one off in the afternoon you have a cooler head, be less wound up and have plenty of stamina. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. His first sentence, <laughs> it got me. <laughs> so I'm going to have to agree with him. Um, the thing is, I everybody knows I masturbate at least every day, not necessarily to completion, but ladies, you should be. You should be at least, ma- actually, everybody should be masturbating and touching at least three to four times a week. You, you, you know, and I think definitely this would help. I'm not a doctor-esque-ish ologist. Let's put those to the end. So yeah, I think if, and not only that, try edging. Um, that definitely will help too. But I agree with Darcy here. Don't ever go on a date with a full tank of gas. A couple hours before, let's get one off. Even ladies here, let's rub one out a couple hours before. Um, There's nothing like the anticipation. And besides that, it relaxes us. It's an anti, you know, it's some people will have a shot of wine or shot of whiskey of courage. Let's, let's maybe go into masturbation. One, it's natural. Two, it calms us. It brings our anxieties down naturally without reaching for whatever else. So, you know, pull up your favorite porn, your favorite erotic music, your favorite podcaster that reads dirty stories and rub one out, you know, you know, clitoris, dick, and relax. And I think that will help. Otherwise, there's other things out there. I'm not a proficient on any of the products out there. I've not used them. So I won't going to tell you to try that. But I definitely agree with Darcy here. Rub one out both for men and women. It does really help. Dear Nikki, a male here and girlfriend is 30 and haughty. She's petite, small boobs, killer ass, brunette and gorgeous. Every so often I craved a titty fuck though. She's not big enough for a titty fuck. This isn't very often, mind you. This morning, I have woken up with much earlier than my girlfriend. I'm rock hard and craving a sloppy BJ and a titty fuck. She doesn't really give sloppy blowjobs and struggles to deep throat. I'm just craving the feeling and look of my cock covered in spit and a girl taking all of me in her throat, then moving to her tits to finish me off. Fuck, I need this. I've spoken before about us wanting a female to watch us. I'd love for that to progress to the watcher fulfilling this for me. Nick. Hello, Nick. How are you? Okay, I'm going to dissect this one thing at a time here. I, as soon as you said she wasn't big enough to titty fact, I really started thinking about cross-dressers here. Um, they'll use prosthesis in some of them, and you can find them on Amazon. Um name plug drop here, Amazon. Hello, call me, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's what every podcaster says. Anywho, um, so that would give you the larger teeth. She could put these on while you're playing. And you could fuck those. No, they wouldn't be her tits. But um, as prosthesis go or silicone plants go, they're as real as you're going to get at this point. So you guys could do that route with a little lube. Um, sloppy blowjobs. Um, wow. Is she drinking enough water? Uh, that's, that's the thing. It, it seems like for me when I'm really dehydrated, I, it's not, you know, I have to really try to give sloppy, but I'm not try is the right word, but it's, it, I don't know. The more I'm into it, the more saliva I have to give, um, my partner, you know, my lover, um, not only that, but as I'm kind of guessing you're girthy, 
um, if she's having trouble, maybe lengthwise too, that could be. Um, I know for girth, <clears throat> for me, once it gets past a certain point, it, it's the gag reflex, but it does tend to make me get a little sloppier. So I haven't gotten, and maybe part of me is a little, because uh, we watch those porns and you see these women go really deep. And if a guy is too girthy, it's just not going to happen. And sometimes our jaw, like mine, I have a small mouth. <clears throat> Ask my lover. Um, <laughs> and you can only go so far. So unless we learn to dislodge our jaw and blah, 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 where you may not get the whole action there with the, the saliva hits, you know, where your cock goes down her throat and gets that stringy saliva there. So again, um, and also some lubes, if you're using lubes, help get the saliva going too. So maybe start adding that. Okay, now the third. I could see where a third may help if you did, if those other things didn't work that we just talked about, the deep throating and dislodging the jaw, which does not sound fun. And I wouldn't recommend it because I'm not an ologist, doctor, shajish, or whatever ologist we were adding to the name that would tell you not to, probably. So a third is fun, is very fun. Um, and especially if you can find a big breasted one, right? That could take you deep. I absolutely love this. Um, it's a different aspect um, in everything else. You could have her still playing with you, kissing you. Maybe she could be holding the tits together for you as you fuck it. And you guys really communicate on that. And you can be playing with her nipples and really looking at her getting into it. Hmm. What do you think? I like where this is going. Um, I'd like to know if you guys are open to the third and what you guys think about the other suggestions of when you want to keep it between the two of you. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have some whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, while out for cigarettes, my wife texted me, and I almost creamed my pants as I stared at the message on my phone. Can I have a hall pass, please? Just this once, baby. I had jokingly said to her when we both left the house to run some errands that she should find someone for us to fuck while she was out. Because we are new and still trying out the hot wife dynamic in our life, her actually finding an option was nerve-wracking as it was exhilarating. Through a few very positive hot wife encounters, we have learned how her fucking someone else and all that goes with it really affects us. With some ups and downs, we have forged an intimate sexual connection based on complete honesty, which unfolding right before me in many ways I've never imagined. It was Sunday evening before a Monday holiday and the kids were at a sleepover with friends. So I rang her cell and said, baby, what's up? Over the past few months, as we explored hot wifing, she has seen Calvin a few times. While a little older, he was a guy in awesome shape from his military days with rock hard abs and a bodybuilder's upper body. My wife is simply stunning. We're into hot wifing games because she absolutely amazing sexually. While I satisfy her, the joy she gets from sex from other guys is something that could never happen with just one lover. After she's been with another guy, 
the way we fuck, how I go down on her, clean her pussy, and reclaim it, creates some type of enchantment, magic, and intimacy that is beyond, beyond. She says that just talking about it makes her pussy throb, and it makes my body tremble all over. After a few times with Calvin, it's becoming slightly complicated, so my wife decided it was time to move on. And while this part of our story isn't something that can be revealed, let's just say Calvin did something really stupid and lost sight of the gift he'd been given, and as he puts it, the joy of the best sex he'd ever had. My wife's breathing was heavy as she answered the phone. She said, Baby, I just need to fuck Calvin one more time to set this straight and to close this chapter. I want to fuck him one more time and then come home and fuck your brains out. Would that be okay? It is so awesome to totally trust someone like I do my wife, knowing she is telling me the truth at the deepest level, and so I readily agreed. Of course we agreed she'd be off the line for a little, but I knew where she was exactly what she was doing and why she was doing it and the amazing time I'd have when she got home. She met Calvin a few minutes later, and this guy, who usually likes to control situations, was face-to-face with one very horny and slightly pissed-off sexually dynamo. He said, I didn't think I'd see you again. To which she replied, You're very lucky that I'm pissed off and that you get this chance. If you would do exactly as I say, you could get the fuck of your life. She pushed him down sat on his face and commanded him to lick her pussy. She said, if you do a good job, then I'll suck your dick and let you fuck me. After telling him how stupid he'd been, my wife proceeded to dismantle this guy, teasing him and making him pay for his mistakes until it ended in a last time super hot fuck. Afterwards, as he lay in bed completely spent, my wife, having set the record straight, dressed with a smirk on her face and took two beers from his fridge, one for her on the ride home and the other one for me. She texted me that she was on the way and a few minutes later, we were on the couch drinking beer, his beer, and easing into the most amazing sex of our lives. Before she got home, I had changed the sheets and lit her favorite candles. Knowing she had just been fucked, I asked her what she needed. Do you just want to be held? or are you ready for more? Within a heartbeat, she whispered, you know what we're going to do? Lick my throbbing pussy. As soon as my lips touched her pussy, she arched her back and grabbed my hand, pulling them toward her tits. I started squeezing them while I sucked her clit with more care than at any time in our 21-year marriage. I could taste cum as she started telling me every dirty little detail of the sex she had just had with Calvin. She came so many times I lost count before I put my throbbing cock inside of her, filling her with my cum. We both concluded we're our fucking nuts, but as she puts it, I know we want to do a three-way and you want to watch me fuck someone in the future. But for now, what I know is this. What we did is insanely erotic and that we both fucking loved it. I agreed. She said, You are my best friend, and while you will be the only man I ever let in my heart, 
Thank you for occasionally letting someone else take your place between my legs. We both collapsed from complete and total sexual exhaustion. Oops, I meant satisfaction. Into a deep and restful sleep, holding each other in the way that is only possible for truly intimate and trusting lovers. Okay, this wasn't signed, but I know exactly who this is. And oh my God. (laughs) I want to touch on a few things that he said here. And as every hot wifing story comes across my email that goes to Darcy, then comes to me, I think this couple has really hit the head on the nail, as they say. It's amazing. You really do have to have trust when you do something like this or any kind of big to you and your partner um, lifestyle. And that could be, I know we talk about hot wifing and we talk about exploring and everything, but what is extreme for you may not be extreme for somebody else. So meaning um, one couple in for everybody listening, this may be completely boring, but for one couple that's extremely exotic, maybe they're extreme, extreme vanilla, like only lights off and, you know, that she hikes her, you know, dress up and maybe, maybe on Wednesday nights, you know, she may wear like a baby doll and he wears blue boxers and that's how they kink it up. And that's fucking fabulous. We're going to celebrate that here too. But what's amazing and you really hit it here. It's really awesome to be able to trust someone like this person does his wife, like I do my lover, and that I'm even exploring. There are things that I want to do with him that we haven't discovered and we want to discover. And we're just really now, some of them are like, oh, we didn't think of that just because of some things I've experienced. But what do you do? To, to keep the communication open with the dynamic you're developing. Even if you're on the singlehood and you're out and you're just on the prowl. And as I witnessed with a, a guy this weekend that, you know, the, he was with a woman that didn't want to explore, which was a very sad story, but I'm glad he found out at that stage. But he's really connected with a woman that hopefully he'll bring her out to the pines and, and everything else. And that be able to be a go. But What I'm happy for this particular couple is they're trying it. They're trying and they're finding their communication and they're finding their ways and they're finding and forging something that is making them more intimate, more honest in ways they never could imagine. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine forging something, even if it's with you're the third and you're a male here listening or a female listening? Could you imagine finding something that like that, even if it's with another couple that you guys are developing a dynamic? And even if it's not romantic, it's just sexual, that you guys are forging that connection that you never could imagine. And the sex is completely wild, completely just anonymous. And I guess that's what we all really want. We want something where we can land and we have that honesty and trust and everything else. How are we going about it to make and find those steps? What are you doing to go and find that dynamic? And again, not necessarily hot wife, but with anything, with just even wearing blue boxers on a Wednesday and a baby doll for him on Tuesday, you know, blowjobs on Monday, titty fucks on Thursday. What are we doing to excited 
to bring it to an dynamic. Because remember, if we don't nurture this part of our soul, a part of us, everything else tends to fall apart. Everything else. So what are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? I really want to know. Dear Nikki, we're in our 30s now. We met when I was a teenager. She was my first fuck ever. We actually didn't meet. I just took my turn on her after five other guys had already fucked her and gotten sucked by her, some going more than once. I went back for more later that night. She had been fucked by another seven different guys multiple times. Her boyfriend, he was my neighbor, was 25. She was 20. And he had her doing gangbangs on weekends once or twice a month. I was still a virgin and was over at his house. Out in the backyard, he told me to come by the motel that weekend and I could get off in his girlfriend. I fucked her in one more gangbang, taking three turns, one of them in her mouth. Then, at her place, the boyfriend told her to let me do her while he left and went back home. I got sucked, fucked her, and later that night, after she found out that I'd never done anal, got to fuck her ass. It was great. She was screaming like a whore, coming like crazy. She still loves getting dick up her ass. It was a nice finally getting a piece of pussy that wasn't filled with cum of so many other guys. I stayed late while she cooked dinner and we talked. She told me about her first time as a teenager and all the guys she fucked and sucked, which by now was numbered in the dozens. She was definitely the down whore. After a few breakups, I got her on a date alone. She knew we'd be fucking and she didn't disappoint. I came in her mouth and her pussy. In the next morning, up her ass. We dated for a while, but she didn't stop fucking other guys. I had to go to college, and during my first visit back home, she turned a corner, and she stopped fucking everyone, realized she wanted more, and then the next semester was at college with me. We graduated, we dated, we got married, and she's still a total slut, and a whore, only with me. Friends ask why I married such a slut, and I'm damn glad I did. She and I have the kinkiest, grossest, most disgusting, wonderful sex anyone could ever have. I'm very lucky to have a slut for a wife. The town whore, the town slut. Would you have the courage to marry her after she cleaned up? We all have a past, right? We all have skeletons. Would you? Seems like she knows what she's doing if she had repeat performances. I mean, as we say here, you know, the chains got to keep them strong in all areas. Sometimes it doesn't work out and we all get that. We're not in fantasy land here. It's reality. But would you, would you, would you have the courage for the woman that cleaned up her act and then only settled for you, but you know what a kinky girl she was, maybe still is. Maybe doing all those things that you did with her and the other guys too. Would you have the guts, ladies, to be with them, gentlemen, knowing what you could have, knowing that she wouldn't tell you no, knowing that it's going to be the sexiest life, married life, uh, partner life you could ever have. Would you take a chance on the town slut? Hmm. Even though I wasn't one, well, by label only. Someone is, aren't you, lover? Dear Nikki, 
Okay, I'm a professional sports athlete, have been a professional for about three decades. With learning stages of my sport, I was required to teach up to 30 people in a 90-minute session two nights a week. Needless to say, a 20-year-old professional teaching mostly women in the 1980s was a veritable smorgasbord for a high, young, hormonal man. So I did the session of lessons six weeks, and oddly enough, no one had really approached me or extended any interest in staying for drinks or extra help or whatever. So I took matters into my own hands and invited anyone who wanted to play a game with me would be more than welcome. One woman who I kind of had my eye on, she was tall, 5'9", probably, well-built, into her mid or late 40s, a lot of makeup, long, fairly nice tanned legs, with a touch of cellulite, perfume, and fairly pretty. She approaches me at the end of our session and says, Are you serious about playing? I said, Sure. Do you want to set something up? So we set something up for a Friday afternoon. She showed up wearing a very short and tight shorts. Not sure if there were panties underneath. It was hard to tell. Although I thought I could see a dark patch through her white shorts. Her nipples were erect and her golf blouse was undone a button too many so I could see her tan and bra. She turned out to be married to, of all things, a jail guard. Good Lord. We started playing and I was helping her with her game. She said after about halfway through, I've got to be somewhere soon. Can we finish this off next week? I'll buy you a drink and then I'll be on my way. That was a little disappointing for sure, but I thought, well, maybe next week. So we go into the bar. She buys me a rye and Coke each for each of us. After we drank that one, she asked if I wanted another. Of course I did. So I got the next three and she got the next one. She really did have to be somewhere. So she asked if we could meet downtown at a nice hotel with a really nice lobby bar. We made the date, so I got there a bit early. She was already there, again with shorts and a halter top, showing off her full and ample breast. They looked really heavy. Her shorts were a beige color and her top was white. We talked for a long time. I was 20. She was 45 to 48 by my figuring so I'm way out of her eye league here. She blurted out, would you like to get a room? Fuck. That's the way it's done. Don't fuck around. Cut to the chase. If you're an idiot young lover-to-be is too stunned to make a move, then do the fucking thing yourself. So we got a room, and man, my heart was pounding. My cock was already hard. I could feel the stickiness sticking to the end of my cock to my underwear. We got to the room. She went to the washroom. Keep in mind, I haven't even kissed this woman yet. She comes out of the washroom wearing no bra, just panties. I go to her instinctively and grab her pussy through her panties, and I start suckling one of her erect, huge nipples. She's moaning and pushing her cunt to my hand, so I got deeper and rougher with her gash. She pushed me onto the bed and took off my clothes. As soon as she pulled off my underwear, she went right down on my cock and grabbed my balls so hard I was thinking I was going to pass out from pain, but I loved it. She was grabbing them with her long nails and digging them into my balls while she sucked my hard cock. I turned her over and pushed her legs up high and went down on that meaty pussy, licking and tonguing and fucking her. 
her fingering rubbing her clit, taking the hint while I started sucking her clit. She was pushing her cunt into my face, grabbing my head and making me hate her harder. She started to shiver and shake and came loud in lots all over my face and the bedspread. It was so hot. I still had a raging heart on, so she quickly got on floors and presented her cunt and ass to me, as if it were for me to choose. I could see her pussy hair wet, the hair around her asshole soaked too, but I wanted this woman's married cunt. I slid in fast and hard to hear her grunt and moan with both pleasure and pain. She said loudly, Oh, fuck, yeah. Keep doing me. Don't stop. Give me that dick. I grab her hips and start fucking her as hard as I thought I could. I reached under her and squeezed her big, swaying and bouncing tits. I squeezed and pinched her beautiful nipples hard to make her moan. I felt my sperm getting ready to boil over and fill her body with my hot, steamy, and sticky sperm. She said, tell me when you come. So about five minutes later, I started to come and said, honey, I'm coming for you. I shot my thick load deep inside your cunt, filling that body with my beautiful cream. While I was coming, she squeezed those hairy hanging balls of mine hard as hell again, digging her burgundy nails, just making my orgasm that much more different. I grabbed her head and turned it to kiss her, just tongued her each other's mouths, almost violently. She fell down onto her stomach, and my dick stayed in her as it was taking a long time to lose my heart on. We lay there, me on top of her back, kissing her sweaty, tanned, and sun-freckled back. My cum deep inside of her to take her home to her husband. We hooked up about a dozen times after that, the next time always better than the other, but she was moving out of town about halfway across the country. She said, Don't worry, I'll make sure you're taken care of. It turned out to be a nurse from in town, but more on that later a memory from youth that I'm absolutely thrilled to have. Rob. Well, hello, Rob. How are you? Yeah, this was, I have never thought of reaching back and squeezing when he's about to come, like squeezing his balls. One, my arms are short. uh, So that's not happening. (laughs) I don't think anyway. But I don't want to, I don't know. I don't know. Lover, are we, are we thinking about this? I guess that's a weird question to ask your lover live, right? Or live-ish. So how did it feel? Did it really make it that strong? And ladies and gentlemen, have we done it? Would you do it? So yeah. And some kind of her to replace herself. Here, have my friend. She likes kinky sex too. I mean, are we really doing that? I'm moving, but here, it's a referral program. Here's my kinky friend. She's just as kinky. He's just as kinky. Go fulfill him. He needs it. Is that what we're doing here? (laughs) It's like a referral pages. I'm sure there's one out there. I mean, yeah, if I was doing that, like, okay, honey, this was great. I'm glad we could get our rocks off and had such a great time. Guess what? I'm sorry, I'm going to miss this and your dick. Try Tracy. She's my best friend. She sucks great. (laughs) I mean, that's amazing. I love it, Rob. I want to hear about the nurse. So please do write back. Dear Nikki, I have a lot of experiences that I could share, but I've been listening to your podcast and wanted to send a story at a time. I'm in my 30s now, 
but this experience happened when I was in my 20s. I was down south on a family vacation. This was back when Craigslist was still an option. I was super horny, and I figured I'd check out Craigslist to see if there was anyone staying nearby. Well, luckily me, I found a gay couple staying in the exact same hotel as me. I'm bisexual. I messaged them and they were staying on the opposite side of the resort. They were in their 40s. I decided to go out on my own and head to their room. I was nervous and excited as I rode the elevator to their side of the hotel. When I knocked on the door, one of them answered just in a tank top. He welcomed me in and headed to the bedroom. Once we got to their bedroom, his husband was standing there waiting. They both undressed me, rubbed my body, and I started getting hard. Once we were all three naked, we laid on the bed. I started stroking both of them while they were making out with each other. After stroking them for a while, I began to go back and forth, sucking them. They were both very thick. Their bodies were tan, fit, shaved below, but had some hair on their chest. As I was sucking one of them, the other one put me doggy style. I was nervous, as it was going to be my first time being a bottom. He began to loom me up and finger me to loosen me up. He slowly entered me from behind. It hurt, but he was gentle at first. After he had felt like he had loosened me up, he began to go harder. At this point was 69, with one guy while being pounded by the other. Eventually he came inside me and the other guy came on my face. I did come as well. After cleaning off my face, they both walked me into the door and gave me a kiss. Unfortunately, I never saw them again, but I was very hot walking back to my room with a load in my ass. Drew. Hello, Drew. I agree with Darcy. I want more stories from you. I'm 100% behind him on this one. Not that I'm not anyway, but I'm going to second this one. I want more stories of every dynamic you've had. So please, 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 pretty please. (laughs) I'm often told I'm saying please very well. So ladies and gentlemen, would you? If you were in the area, horny as hell, and since Craigslist is gone, would you? Would you reach out knowing that they were in the same hotel? That just on the other side, temptation was waiting. Regardless what you wanted. Doesn't have to be like this. Could be, hey, let's go down the hall to watch two people dressed as clowns have sex, if that's your thing nothing ashamed here going on. But would you, would you take that leap? Say you wanted to watch the guy that wore blue boxers on Wednesdays and that was his kink and that's your kink and masturbate. It was just right there on that side of the other hotel. Just right there. You only had to cross the lobby and take a different side of elevators and your fantasy's there. Would you do it? Be very tempting, wouldn't it? Knowing it's that close. And no one would ever have to know, unless you told them. I honestly think you would, or at least most of you. And if you did, and this happened on the other side, or just in the same town, or just five steps from you, or even in the changing room at a hotel or clothing store, I really want to know. I think this is an amazing place to stop for today. I'm going to thank you again for joining me. 
Remember, if you have any questions, stories, confessions, anything else, send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram under DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y 162 and leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcasts. Don't forget, join Patreon at Dear Nikki. You have to do the dearpatron.com forward slash Dear Nikki and $10 a month and you get to see me. Plus have an extra show for Fridays and early access to this one and coming hanging out with me. Questions, meeting new people in my lives that my life that I have run into that are in the lifestyle, out of the lifestyle, just different walks of life. And some of them may remain anonymous behind just a anonymous screen. And if you'd like to be one of those, reach out to me. We'll definitely hook up. Well, not in the way you really wish you could. <laughs> and in closing, did you think how it felt to slide into to me? How tight I was? How I came around that cock over and over again. How you pulled my hair when I tried to take over, reminding me who was in control. I want to do it again soon. What about you? And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.